Hi, this is Viv, and you're listening to the seventh episode of Cause It's Me. Let's get to it. A friend of mine recently suggested a new series that I would go and watch, and it was called Years and Years. And from her description, I found out that it's a lot more like Black Mirror, and I'm a sucker for that series. So I had to see what's going on with this Years and Years. One very interesting thing, I can say the most intriguing line for me throughout the whole first i think episode was a lady who was actually a storyteller and she said people feel things and understand things easier when it is in a form of a story last week i did not release anything um some of y'all might know the reason the ones who were inside the country lost the connection to the whole world so ones like us who are living outside the country and still have our family inside we had no way to connect to them the feeling that it left all of us with whether inside or outside the country was something so horrifying that still after a week at least i was not able to get over it today i didn't even want to record anything I was like, you know what, I'm not going to do anything anymore. I'm not going to record anything anymore because I just don't have the strength in me. But then at the same time, I believe that everything happens for a reason and things stand out in your brain for a reason. When I heard this lady in years and years saying that people understand things better when it comes to the story, I was like, my job in Cause It's Me is to tell stories. And what better way to let people know how it feels like to be in my shoe or for this matter in anyone's shoe who's living outside their country than to actually tell you the story and talk about the feelings that it left me alone with. Me and a lot of people around me. It might resonate with a lot of people and it might help you guys who had no idea what was happening understand a little bit of how it makes you feel when there is no connection. This story is called Double Checkmark. Let's get to it. Ever since I left the country, since day one, nothing about my social life actually changed. I still had the same friends. The only difference this time was that I wouldn't get to see them in person. There was just a screen between us. But they were still there. I could call them. I could talk to them whenever I wanted. My family was literally there 24-7. I would just call any time of the day and cry saying, I need to get back. The fuck did I do with my life? Why am I even here? The whole time, their job was to remind me of the reason why I moved in the first place. You know... Being an immigrant, that actually becomes a part of your identity. The further you go, the more you hold on to it. Because that is the last tiny piece that you have from your hometown, from your loved one, and from everyone. I know that a lot of people tell me that I spend a lot of my time on my phone, that I barely talk to the rest of the world, rest of the people sitting right next to me. But this is not an addiction. This is not me 
playing with my phone or checking Instagram all the time. This is me still communicating and talking to my own people using the internet. That has actually become my savior, my real friend. I mean, if it isn't right there, for me to be able to contact my people whenever I want is pretty much impossible. But you know, when we have things for a very long time, when it's always there, we just take it for granted because that's just human's nature. I feel like if a person is going to be in my life for a very long time, I'm going to be so annoyed with their existence all the time. Like, give me a break. I don't think that will happen with the internet. I don't think anybody asks for a break because we are all lonely ass people in this world. So internet makes us feel a little less lonely than before. Now, yeah, back to my people. My connection with my brother was one everyone was envious of. But the truth is, when we were little kids, we were not this close at all. We hated each other. I mean, I don't know about him, but I hated him. Just the fact that after he was born, he took all the attention away from me and kept it all to himself. That it was like I was invisible in that house. For a long time, when I was still in my hometown, we had arguments constantly. I hated him and I didn't really know what the reason was until one day. One day we met these people, these beautiful people outside. They were siblings and they were really close. The bond was magical. The ones that we all wish we could have one. He just looked at me and he said, I wish we were the same way. From that point on, I decided that this kid really did nothing wrong. So why don't I be kind to him? Because he knows nothing but kindness. So that's where we started. And that's how our bond became one that everyone was envious of. When I left, things got difficult. It's like a long distance relationship. You need to make sure you read the person's feelings through the words they type, through the number of words they use in a sentence. It's a lot more complicated. I'm pretty sure a lot of you can relate to it. But we had it, we still kept it. A week ago, when we were having like a kind of an argument, silly argument over stupid little things, I said things that I didn't mean. He said things that he didn't mean. But, you know, siblings are always like this. At the end of the day, we love each other. So before I went to sleep, I told him that I loved him, made sure that that was the last message he saw from me on his phone. And he told me that he loved me back. The next morning, I didn't receive any messages from him till like afternoon. And that is not very normal for us. We talk 24-7. So I texted him asking what was going on. I didn't get the double check mark. Something was wrong. But I thought he was busy, so I just waited. I waited. I waited. It was too late at night. I had to go to work the next day. So I just typed, I love you, with a heart. Making sure the last thing he sees when he gets his phone is how much I love him. It was weird. I mean, he had gone like hours without answering me but a day this is just too much but i thought i mean he's a boy he has all his friends probably they went out somewhere and then they stayed long or they partied or whatever so cool the next day came i kept on checking my messages still 
only one check mark and it was even gray so i don't even know what was happening it got me worried a little bit to be honest so i called got no answers it's like i couldn't get through for whatever reason so the only place that i can get to to find out about the latest news about my place about my hometown was twitter so i went on and i searched the name of my hometown apparently a lot of people had the same problem that they couldn't contact their family they couldn't get through they couldn't call they could not text something was going on in the system so knowing that you're not the only one who's suffering actually makes you feel a little better so i was like okay maybe like a day after that i'll get the connection and i get to talk to him three days passed now by this point i was obsessively checking twitter all the time following the hashtags making sure that everything was okay still no connection i could see some heart-wrenching videos some tweets about what was happening inside and some people talking about the reason why the internet was cut so it was cut the only tool that i had to get through my homesickness was taken away from me but it was okay i could get by one more day i texted him i love you with a heart even though the rest of the messages were not double ticked i just wanted him to know how much i loved him that's what we were doing every night we would tell each other how much we love each other another day passed by i had to manage myself because i had to go to work then who would earn money i was all alone here so it was a matter of survival i had to go to work to do my job that needed a lot of focus flawlessly or i will be shouted at and then come home and start worrying uh, not start continue worrying a week passed by and my i love you messages were reaching to the point that i had to turn them to i'm worried about you take care of yourself i love you finally after a week or so the internet got back i was so glad that i could reach my people one more time by this time all the connections were back but still as i was calling i could not reach my brother he just wasn't there so i refreshed my twitter page to find out if anything else was happening something maybe i could see him somewhere there was a tweet with the mention of his name why didn't i facetime him the last time why did i think just messaging would be enough later that evening i got a call from his friend and i could not believe what he was saying that is where my life ended i didn't have the chance to say goodbye now we'll always and forever be looking at those messages that never got the chance to be double checked So yeah, that was it. Thank you for listening to the 7th episode of Cuz It's Me. This is Viv and you can find the podcast Cuz It's Me on all podcast platforms like Podbean, Castbox, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and all of the ones out there. You can also find me on my Instagram by the ID Vivian Vivit and on Twitter with the same ID. That was it. Thank you for listening. This was Viv. Until next episode. Bye-bye.